Hey there, homies. Welcome to another episode of the Stuff I Don't Like podcast featuring candid conversations about modern society. Please do me a huge favor and follow us on Twitter and IG, both at underscore stuff I don't like, and also subscribe, rate, and review in the podcast app. For a complete listing of where you can listen to the Stuff I Don't Like podcast, please visit stuffidontlike.net. New episodes of the show are posted every Sunday at 9.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, let's get it started. Hey, everyone. Back with another episode. I'm so honored to have my friend Blanca on the episode. She's really nervous, but... She doesn't have to be because, like, no one listens to this anyway. <laughs> Except hey, everyone, you guys. I listen. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> Except her and whoever's listening now, you listen. <laughs> but I wanted to have Blanca on because she recently discovered Bell Hooks, who, yes. if you guys don't know, is a great feminist author. She advocates for gender, uh, gender equality, racial equality, and is just a fabulous author, author of many books, but specifically, uh, I bought Blanca here to talk about a book she just recently read called The Will to Change, Men, Masculinity, and Love. So Blanca, what did you learn about this book? I We had a really good conversation the other day and I really wanted her on the podcast so we could record it because I thought other people might benefit to it from it. Thanks for the opportunity <laughs> to discuss Bell Hooks' book. Um, so my friend and I have been discussing, like we're both we're both single, and it's like we we went a long time, like we've been dating people since we were in middle school, and it was like I mean that was just like holding hands, yeah. and then our relationships got more serious the more the older we got, and we always struggled trying to figure out why our boyfriends wouldn't open up to us, like we would get really upset, um, like talk to us, talk to us, and then once they did open up. We didn't really accept whatever they had to say to us. Like if they were expressing any sort of pain, like like how how dare you have pain? Like um, it was crazy because um, we didn't understand it at the time. This thing called patriarchy, but we uh, we live it. We just didn't know like how to define it. Um, in Spanish, we would call it machismo, yes. like where the male dominates and the women is the women are submissive. Um, so Bell Hooks talks about this and, uh, like being a fem- an informed feminist, she struggled with this, how, um, I mean, she discusses how she went to a therapy session with her boyfriend and he tells therapists that his girlfriend, Bell Hooks, um, would want him to open up in the moment that she did, that he did, um, she would, she would shut down because she didn't want to accept that her man who's supposed to protect her had any weaknesses mm. and then opening up and expressing their their emotions was this like a form of weakness and then I thought back to my past experiences with my um, my last boyfriend of eight years Um, and it was the same thing our one of our biggest arguments was why don't you open up more to me and the moment he did I would shut down I did not (laughs) like it and I was like I, I it was just I couldn't wrap my head around it it's ironic because we think that we want these things from men, but when they express them, it's just become, it's sort of an internalized misogyny that women have where you, you 
don't want to see your man having these so-called feminine feelings, even though you think that's what you want. And men aren't really allowed to express themselves in a full range of emotions. So Bell Hooks goes to talk about like um, the acceptable emotions from men. So there are the, there's really just one acceptable emotion for men, and that's anger. When they express anger, that's okay. Like that's something that is acceptable in our society. Um, and then she discusses um, that in during, during this like patriarchy thing, kids, uh, boys. If you absorb, absorb. If you observe a, a child, uh, um, he will just as um, little girls, a little boy will freely express all of his emotions. If he's feeling happy, he'll express joy. If he's feeling sad, he'll cry. And if he like wants some, if he's angry, he'll show anger. Um, and if he is feeling loved and loves, uh, he'll um, hug and kiss and be affectionate toward um, his family, his friends. Um, and then somewhere along their, um, their like, maturing or they, they reach a certain point where all that is lost, and um, Bell Hooks argues that it is lost to patriarchy and it either happens in the home or outside of home with friends. If a boy wants to paint his fingernails, for example, he will learn really quick, even if it's acceptable at home, that at school, he'll, with one look from his um, friends, he'll learn that that's unacceptable. Um, a lot of older men nowadays, if they um, if they're, they break up with their significant other, they're not going to go to their homeboys and um, discuss how heartbroken they are uh, because if they do um, either I mean he, if he opens up and like wants to talk about this with his guy friends they'll be like ah get, come on let's just go get some and drinks and, some and get yeah yes <laughs> and that brings me to another point so what did you just say let's go fuck some bitches yeah, so another thing so men aren't um, aren't allowed to express love because according to patriarchy um it's not an acceptable emotion um so one a lot of time like bell hooks argues um that men are addicted to sex and why is that and it's because it's a a, a place where they can actually be vulnerable and express some and have experienced some form of connection with another person whether it's a man or a woman it doesn't matter um but they can feel that connection of love with somebody else and it's acceptable um, and it's so sad because like we um, like we want our we want our men to love us just as much as we love them. And like and women want to be loved by men, regardless of of our of our like sexuality. If we are gay, lesbian, it doesn't matter. Um, we want to be loved by our fathers, our brothers, our guy friends. Um, and she talks about that. So, I mean, she talks I'm like just like there's she discusses a variety of of things regarding um man masculinity <laughs> i think that's really important because you know it's 2018 mm -hmm. i think feminism has been reinvigorated the last few years and we talk about the patriarchy but we often don't talk about it in terms how males are affected yeah. by the patriarchy it's always about you know women are being oppressed yes we need our voices heard and all yes. this is true but mm -hmm. i heard a quote she said that we shouldn't fight individual evil people we should in uh, we should fight institutions yes and so i think the patriarchy is an institution yeah. that affects men just as negatively yes. as it affects women mm -hmm. so we can't go around 
uh, you know, bashing men because they have been socialized to behave this way. Yes, so a lot true. of their behaviors are sort of innate and they don't think about it and it requires training on their part requires training on our part um i one of my favorite podcasts is called freakonomics but they had one episode that was called what gender barriers are made of and it was very interesting because we hear about you know the wage gap all the Mm -hmm. time about you know women make 70 odd cents a dollar and it's even much lower for black women and latino women but the the scientist that was on the show, she was saying that a lot of it is not explicit. It's not like a woman is going to this job and saying, you know, hi, I'm a woman. And the company's like, oh, you're a woman. I'm going to pay you less. Like It's not a one for one sort of exchange like that. A lot of it is internalized. And she examined how women are perceived at the office. And she did studies. For example, she had a woman giving a speech and she was talking about an academy and they had a men a man gave a speech talking about an academy they both said the exact same thing and when the man said the word academy most people assumed he was talking about a school of some sort whereas when the woman said academy they thought she was talking about the academy awards or the oscars so they just wow. like assigned some frivolous meaning to the women and both women and men did this And there was another study they did where, you know, men and women are doing the exact same thing, but the man is perceived as being, you know, strong and forceful where the woman is just perceived as being a bitch. And even other women are calling this woman a bitch. So it's not like we can just blame everything on men. It's Mm -hmm. to a point where this is so deeply ingrained in our culture that even women think this way. So like women need to retrain ourselves and so do men so that reminds me of another point bell hooks makes um comparing love from women versus men so she says that women's love is perceived as being unconditional like you're supposed to receive unconditional love from a mom for example um but a dad uh because um like in patriarchy they 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 describe love as being scarce therefore more valuable it's like a diamond Um, so we put more value on male love because there's not as much of it as there is love from women and I was like and then I it's true and it's frustrating because it's so true and I've lived it and um so then um she talks about feminism and a lot of feminists not being open to um like, like male yeah, allies. Or, what, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but thank goodness there are ma- men now that consider themselves feminists. Um, and she discusses how feminism provided a platform for, for women to be able to express their emotions. How are they feeling? How are they thinking? And the same hasn't been done for men. Um, so we just need to work together to provide a platform for men to be able to express their pain so that they don't have to express just anger um, and feel that they have to go have sex with multiple women to feel <laughs> some because like she's saying that they're they're angry inside because they can't really express how they truly yeah, well, feel it's like when a little boy cries you yeah. tell him like man up like exactly <laughs> and it starts from childhood and i i mean i have i have two nephews and two nieces and i really uh think about the way that i treat each of them like my nieces i call them princess like i need to stop that and then the 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 
my nephew, my oldest nephew, we tell him that he's the man of the house. I'm like, no, you're not. Women <laughs> run this house, you know? And, um, but I, I like, he used to love getting tucked into bed. Um, I'm going to use this against so many girls. <laughs> I used to tuck him in every, That's like so we used to tuck cute. him in either my mom, my sister or myself would tuck him in every night until he turned 13. And then here I come and I tell him, Hey, like, in my head, I'm thinking, I don't want him to get, like, um, bullied when he gets older for being too, quote-unquote, sensitive. Yeah. So I was like, hey, um, well, you're about to turn 14. Like, you're going to start tucking yourself in now. I'm like, why did I have to do that? Like, yeah. this is him feeling, like, this expression of love. Like, I'm getting tucked in by this, like, strong woman. Because I consider my mom a strong woman. I consider myself, my sister. Like, we're all independent like strong women and um i want him to you know grow up feeling that he can express his feelings and and the other day after i read this book i picked him up from school and i turned to him in the car and i asked him do you feel he's he's 15 now do you feel that you can express your emotions freely Mm. and he's a very sarcastic boy but a lot of sarcasm comes with truth. truth and he said no, um, expressing feelings is showing my weaknesses and I can't let that happen. Wow. I was like, what the, f- where did he learn this? But that's true. I mean, my nephew is 16 and I've never flat out asked him that, but I'm yeah, sure he had these conversations. Yeah, this, that's really interesting <laughs> yeah. because that is true. And women, you know, as much as we get labels being too emotional and mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and all of these sort of, insulting terms at least we have the freedom to express a full range of emotion and that's expected Mm -hmm. of us whereas like you said and bell hooks said men are just allowed to get angry and even that anger they're not supposed to cry Mm -hmm. in anger they're not supposed to do this in anger it's just like that that any other emotion besides that is considered feminine which is considered weak yes so we need to alter the perception of what is feminine and masculine to me i think take loving is for all gender expressions treating people with respect is for everyone and it it shouldn't stop at a certain age for boys and as women you know we should encourage the men in our life to feel free and open to express these emotions without us making fun of them or or you know saying that's not okay and I think this is the future people people want gender equality but it's it's not just about lifting up women it's allowing uh, men to express themselves it's just like you said, I see all these shirts, you know, you go to Target, you mm-hmm. see like shirts for little girls. It's like, I make the boys cry or, or yeah, like girls not, rock. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, that's Don't not, embrace the bad behaviors. Yeah. Like, embrace the good ones. Exactly. That's not what it's about. Like, I don't think that's what girl power is about no. is not allowing little girls to, you know, play sports but you're not allowing your little boy to be a ballerina or like dolls. exactly exactly yeah. we need to allow everyone to do what they please and just because you like something that's what you like it's not bad or good there's not girl things and boy things they're mm-hmm. just things and everyone's free to enjoy these things yeah. <laughs> so she uh bell hooks goes on to talk about the dynamics in her 
um, household. Like she talks about the patriarchal father. He was uh, the the working man. Um, he would come home and um, he like his word was rule. Like he you had to follow abide by his rules. And the mom. Um, was even more patriarchal than the father. Like oh, she wow. um, embraced him mistreating the kids. And then her grandpa from her mom's side was a sweetheart. He would express his feelings. He loved freely. And his dad would characterize um, Bell Hook's grandpa as being a weak man. Um, and then, so she says, like, what happens once a man gets older, he gets to a point where he doesn't care about patriarchy Ooh. anymore. It's either getting older or finding out that you're about to die that wow. changes exactly it's so crazy so she and then she she talks about um movies right how there are um there's a lot of movies where a guy finds out like he's um he's an, pretty much an asshole um <laughs> and doesn't care to uh build any relationships with anyone um and then he finds out he only has a few weeks to live. So he completely changes his life around. He uh, goes to his family, uh, wants to make uh, build a relationship with them, um, a genuine relationship with each family member. And then um, what happens? Then he dies. So what does this <laughs> teach a, 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 a young boy or a man living in our patriarchal society watching this movie is that if you... Um, if you don't embrace patriarchy, if you choose to to break away from it, there's a consequence, and that'll be death. <laughs> and I'm like, that is crazy. That is and I mean, a lot of a lot of um, the ways of of combating um, patriarchy are described, unfortunately, in books. Uh, I mean, for, like, unfortunately, <laughs> because more, most people don't turn to books. They listen to music on the radio. Yeah. They go watch a movie in the theater, um, and you know they. Uh, like they 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 embrace all this um like culture that doesn't show them that there's other ways to act um versus the way that patriarchy teaches them to be that's very true so i think that like i said to take steps to combat it i think that people think that you have to do these like crazy grand no. schemes like make laws and do all this crazy stuff and that's cool but most all society is just made up in, of individuals mm -hmm. and you need individual actions that's the only thing that's going to change yes. so you know allow treat your men with love allow mm -hmm. them to love you and love them i think yeah. if we all start making these small changes and just be aware because you can't really make changes exactly. unless you're aware that it's a problem. Like yep. you said, before you read this book, you didn't really know that you were behaving this way. Right. And now you read it and you have the knowledge. So with that knowledge, you're going to alter your behavior. And hopefully like your, your nieces and nephews will grow up with that influence and then when they have kids it'll They'll be different yeah so you just have to take small steps and yeah I think just knowledge is power it's a cliche but it's true like yes. you, you can if you don't know stuff you can't change anything yeah. so one thing that I started doing and I encourage all of you listening to do is ask questions um like ask ask um the men in your life uh whether they're young or old, um, ask them if they know what patriarchy is. A lot of us don't know what it is. I didn't know what the heck it was until I read this book. Um, and then uh, have a conversation about it. Ask them um, what if, like, what 
if they feel free to express their feelings and what pain they feel um, and watch them hesitate and that's okay, <laughs> but let them, um, you know, let them know that um, the thoughts that they're feeling, that they have to uh, protect their family, be the breadwinner. Like we, we have passed those times. Like there's so many women in the workforce now. Um, but like how many times have you seen uh, a couple where the the woman earns more than the male and they both have an issue with that or one yeah. or the other does um so that's yeah, just, true just be I open a, to having conversations I have a friend that's going through that and her um boyfriend makes substantially less than that but he is treats her very well as a good man probably the best you know man she's ever dated but she really struggled with that and because she's so high achieving she was like you know I don't know if I can be with him and I just told her you know what if the situations were reversed if like some rich dude was dating a average or poor girl no one would care your friends would be like oh yeah girl get that money <laughs> like, like, no one would care it would not be I'm an issue exactly. <laughs> it would not be an issue so I was like you know why is it such an issue mm -hmm. for you I think that sort of that masculinity it, it sort of had to Back in those days, you kind of had to look for some man that was a breadwinner because there were so many limited opportunities for women. Women could not work in higher, you know, authority positions. Women weren't even allowed to vote or go to college. All these things are from yes. remnants of society. So you maybe had to get a man that was old and rich because you couldn't do anything for yourself. But those days are over. <laughs> like You can do stuff for yourself man does stuff for themselves and if you guys come together in a union it should be out of love and mutual respect not because you think someone's gonna take care of you yeah like take care of yourself ladies yeah. <laughs> and if i was a man i wouldn't want some girl trying to sponge off me like them days are over yeah. get a job yeah <laughs> <laughs> so one other thing that i've been thinking about is like, guys that have an amazing girlfriend, and then they go and, like, fuck that up by hooking up with another girl. And I, you know, like, the more that I think about it, the more that I um, come to realize that maybe they're doing it because they're so afraid to get their hearts broken. Like, they, they, they meet this person that they feel so strongly for, but they're, like, they're, like, their fear of getting their heart broken overcomes that fear of love for this person and then they go and cheat yeah yeah they do girls will do it too a lot of people self-sabotage themselves because they're afraid to love yeah. like don't be afraid to love people love and don't be ashamed of it tell that person that you love them if you feel that strongly for yes them. tell and them then, yeah <laughs> love you <laughs> and even if they reject you then just, just feel like, free to cry no like you don't even have to cry just like like be happy that you have the ability to love and love freely and love strongly like if wow. even if they don't accept your love like there will be someone out there um just you know waiting to soak in all the love that you have to offer that's very true at least that's what helps me sleep at night <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like we live in this generation where everyone like 
wants to have no feelings like yeah. everyone's always like oh yeah catch no feelings or yeah. i got my side this guy that I was dating the idiot he was his motto he was a pilot his motto was catching flights not feelings like, that's clever though wow it could, that could go on a sticker don't get me cursing <laughs> i like that catching flights catching not flights feelings. not feelings are you kidding me out of my life yeah he's not in my life anymore people well he, he caught that flight <laughs> yeah i took the next flight out <laughs> oh i know i i introduced her to this man i was her wing woman oh, you were. so i hope hey, i'm not getting blamed tonight. <laughs> okay no, good we you don't blame me okay, okay i mean it, it was great i could not tell he would be a trash person <laughs> just Bye, Felipe. That's what I was like. Uh, so, um, my, I mean, I'm Latina. So, instead of saying bye, Felicia, my friends and I now say bye, Felipe. So, let let it go viral. Hashtag bye, Felipe. <laughs> well, that's an Instagram account. You know, bye, you, yeah, you thought you invented that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you just let me know I was clever. Oh, man. No, that's an Instagram account called All bye, right. Felipe. I mean, maybe, how long have you been saying it? Maybe you. About a month. Oh, yeah, no, Instagram's been out way longer right. than that. But it's a great account. You should follow it. It's like this uh, girl posts um, all the ridiculous, aggressive things that men say to really? people online. Like, after these men get rejected, they'll be like, oh, hey, you look beautiful. The girl will, will uh, like will reply, oh, thanks, but, you know, I'm not interested. And the guy will be like, fuck you, you stupid fat bitch, you fucking <laughs> stupid ugly anyway and, and I'm like, it's crazy. Yes. and it's, like, that's not necessary why uh, crazy people uh, well maybe that goes back men can only express their rage maybe see, they actually are crying on the inside because they they're, they're rejected they're, but they're so like fuck you girls you fat and bitch guys like oh my gosh so one like i'm yeah i'm practicing these four agreements oh i um, love that book yeah. What what is it called in English? Because in the Spanish four it's agreements. Los Cuatro Acuerdos. Oh, it's called the Four Agreements. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so I'm I'm really practicing those, and I mean it's only been a, like a few weeks, but it's already changing my life. So if you haven't read that one, I yeah, highly recommend it. Agreed, and it's um, so short too. You can, yeah, read, you can read it, it so in a quick. Day or two. Yeah, um, and it's four simple agreements that if you follow them, it'll show you the way to happiness. So I'll just tell you the four, and then you have to go read the book so that you can you know, get the, the breakdown. So the first one is always be impeccable with your words. Um, the second is never take anything personally. Mm-hmm. The third one is never make assumptions. And the fourth one is always do your max. Not your best, your max. <laughs> What's the difference between um, best well, and max? Well, because when you say your best, like, um, if I feel like it push puts a lot of pressure on people. Like when I was describing this as um, when I was describing that that agreement as always do your your best, they were like, oh, like kind of it kind of um, tied some anxiety to it. But doing your max is like um, if you're if you're feeling sick, you're not going to be able to do that much. Oh, that's true. Uh, but the max amount of work or activities that you can do, then um, it'll be. I don't know. I don't know. So do your best for the situation yeah. that, that day. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I think this was a great talk. 
Thank you, guest Blanca. I'm going to put Thanks the for links for um, the Bell Hooks book and the Four Agreements yes, yes, so yes. you guys can mm -hmm. head to Amazon and buy those books, hopefully. They both are very good. And, you know, men fight the patriarchy. Women fight the patriarchy. Yeah. And let's just all... Don't be afraid to love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, you, or when you're able to love... Um, like wholeheartedly, like everything will be better. Like both mentally, physically, and emotionally. Like who doesn't want that? Wise words, wise words. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. If you did like what you heard today, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and the podcast app. Also, do yourself a favor and follow me on the gram. My feed is lit. You will enjoy it for sure at underscore Stuff I Don't Like. You can also stream the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just visit stuffidontlike.net for a complete listing of all the places you can find my show. Thanks and come back next Sunday at 9.30 p.m. for a new episode. Bye.